Welcome to another week of Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy. I am your host, Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy. And joining me this week, all the way from the mythical land of New Zealand, Stan, Stan Brady. It's good to be here. Is it Dan Brady? Uh, you're close. Dan Brader. You're pretty close. Oh, so you pronounce for Y as an R. There's no Y. It's what do you mean there's no Y? Um, it's B-R-A-D-E-R. Oh, so you even say your Y is as R's? Oh, yeah. I need subtitles probably, yeah. Now, this is an audio medium. We don't have subtitles. Uh, is there no, there's no video? Occasionally we'll make a, put a clip up online and then there'll be captions. I need a translator then, yeah. Okay, well... You'll have to translate me sometimes. Okay, I'll translate you. Just say something and see if we're on the same page here. Okay. Um, it's good to be here. Uh, I got an Uber here. He was a polite guy and, yeah. A polite Uber driver? Yeah, he's very polite. Oh, you are. He even asked if he could talk on the phone. You know how sometimes they just take calls and... Stuff yeah, like but he, he asked, asked, like, hey, do you mind if I'm just totally rude right now? I wonder if anyone ever says no, like, <laughs> says no, you can't take the school. Fuck off. This is my ride. I don't want to hear your conversation. <laughs> just tell them to turn the radio off, just everything, yeah. Now, are you, you, are you a radio you a radio person or are you, like, you, you go to Spotify? You go. Uh, Spotify, I think, when, when, yeah. when you're on the Uber? Um, yeah. But should buy physical media. It's a good thing to do. Spotify, not a good company from everything I've read. Oh, they steal so much money. Very convenient though, yeah. But, yeah, not good on the artists. When you realise how most things that are evil are just so damn convenient. Convenient and they're cheap. You just have to ignore all the bloodshed and <laughs> misery and then you're fine. I mean the iPhones. Made in little factories. Made in little factories, little kids with their little hands. Yeah, children. Got suicide nets and all sorts of stuff. Uh, it's, it's, not, it's not good. Then you got the Colombian blood beans. All that. Instead of a suicide net, they should have a suicide trampoline. And they jump down, then they bounce back up and get back to work. That's the capitalism. That's the capitalism trampoline. Yeah, the capitalism trampoline. If you think about ending it all, you'll be jumped back up. Back to the conveyor belt. Make those iPhones. Straight away. You won't even remember you tried to take your life because you'll be bouncing back into productivity. So you're telling me you were you were here in Melbourne ages ago. Yeah, a long time ago. Uh, 85 BC. Um, oh, wow. Before Jesus even. <laughs> yeah, just before little, Jesus. Just before. He caught me on the way out just as, <laughs> just as I was leaving. And then you left. And then I left, came back. To where? Uh, went back to New Zealand. To Kokomo? To, New <laughs> to Kokomo with the Beach Boys. Um, you went back to New Zealand uh, for a bit. 
played every single role in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. That was just all me. That was you? Every single role. It was good. Uh, you were Frodo? Frodo. You were Sam? The dragon. Is there a dragon? I can't remember. Um, but I played one anyway. Deleted scenes. Um, uh, <laughs> played the dragon. Um, and I'm Peter Jackson, really. So. Wow, you even played the director and he wasn't even on screen. I know. Just for the behind the scenes featurette and all that kind of thing. So after you were done playing all the characters in Lord of the Rings, you decided to come back to Melbourne. And, uh, yeah, do the awesome comedy scene here and get involved with it and that. Um, I haven't done a gig yet. I'm, I'm sort of just spending time, like, uh, trying to find a job and all that boring admin stuff, but I'll get back into it soon, yeah. Finding a job is admin. Yeah, pretty much. Admin is a job, for sure. Sometimes it is a job. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a job. To try and get a job. Yeah, it is. You should get paid for looking for it. Well, you do, don't you? You get... Um, well, begrudgingly. Yeah. They look for every excuse to try and cut your monetary hand off. It's, mu- it's much tougher here for that. In, in New Zealand, uh, if you just say you're a bit depressed and that, they just don't really question it, you know? Like, um, it's a good system if you have depression and, or, and if you're good at lying. So it's... Um, <laughs> or, if, or if you're good at both, then... Very good system, yeah. So in your travels in Melbourne, have you ever encountered Wolf Boy? No, don't think so, yeah. So Wolf Boy was a riff from way back in the beginning of the podcast. I believe it was the nephew of a token agent. Yeah. But now I've put it in my stand-up and, you know, no one knows what token is. Uh, Do you know what token is? Yeah, yeah, they used to, it's like an agency, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, now it's Larry Ender's Nepo baby's son. Oh, shit, yeah. And that's my story and I'm sticking to it. I'm retconning my own law. <laughs> yeah. And so what, he just hangs around Melbourne and you just you see him in nightclubs sometimes chewing wood chips. Is he, is he that dude who used to host like breakfast or one of those type of things? Or am I getting confused with another guy? No, but, you know, Hobber and Hing, they just, they just, they left Triple J now. Yeah. And now they're giving it to Wolf Boy. Well, why not? He's a boy who can woof. He's got, he's got everything going from. He's got a bright future. Yeah, but he only got that job because he's Larry Enders. Game show TV host for hire, Larry Enders. Nepo baby's son. Nepo babies get all the luck. Do you wish you were a Nepo baby? Uh, looks pretty sweet, yeah. The only thing you cop is just everyone calling you a Nepo baby. But other than that, it looks okay. Which is the worst thing ever. Yeah, it's not a nice couple of words. It's but, awful. But there are worse words, yeah. Like? Um, well. Uh, there's worse words. Come on. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'll leave it, but there are worse words. Yeah. Cunt? Yep, that's one, yeah. I mean. But that's that's too. That's friendly. Yeah. It's, it's a friendly word now. It's meaning now. Everybody says that now. It's just, it's lost all kind of impact. Even the Americans are starting to loosen up a little bit. Yeah, they always used to get weirded out when we said it, but they seem okay with it now. English love it. We do it in New Zealand all the time. You know, you get it. Everyone says cunt now. It's pretty common. But you don't say Nepo baby, so. Nepo babies, yeah, that's a bit of a personal attack because it's, you know, it's, it's saying that what you're doing wouldn't be happening unless, you know, you'd come out of the right penis slash vagina. Yeah, if Larry Ender didn't have sex with a wolf, which was what we all know what he does. 
<laughs> he wouldn't have made this half wolf, half boy monstrosity. Yeah. Well, you'll see Wolf Boy around if you if you hang around in Melbourne comedy rooms enough. He's always attacking me. Yeah, with his teeth. Yeah, with his teethy mouth claws. His claws. It's what Wolf Wolf Boys do. Now, now that you are in Melbourne, we're we're big we're big into coffee now. Oh yeah, you've always loved it. Has it got even more? Yeah, it's to, got even more. So used to be a massive thing. I only drank iced coffee too, and even then I was late to the party. Like, didn't start drinking it till my thirties. So are you into those Colombian blood beans? Oh, probably they probably taste. I think like suffering <laughs> tastes good, doesn't it? Um, it suffering make, does make does seem to make some good products. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you you just got into the iced coffee. Yeah. You ever had? You ever tried some of the speed coffee? The what? Sorry. The speed coffee. What speed coffee? Is that a thing? Drugs. There we go. Because uh, ice is a drug. Yeah. And then I went around and I made it speed coffee. <laughs> speed coffee. Uh, from time to time. Not at the moment, but um, unless you're offering. But, yeah, from time to time for sure, yeah. You ever had weed coffee? Weed coffee? No. I'm sure that's an actual thing in Amsterdam or something. It probably would. They have yeah. weed cafes. Yeah. You could get the little edibles and make them into ice cubes, I'm sure, couldn't you? And eat the ice cubes. So that would work. You ever think of going to that red light district, getting an edible, and then eating the edible out of a belly button? That'd be good, yeah. I quite like belly buttons. They're more, they, you don't hear much about them, but they can be quite cute, you know. That's Dan Brady's controversial position. <laughs> belly buttons can be cute. That's my hot take. I was even on the fence with it too. I didn't go hard. I just said, can be kind of cute. I qualified it. So. You got it. You got to go hard. <laughs> if there's anything. That Melburnians love in 2023 <laughs> is going hard in on a position and refusing to change your mind. Yeah, definitely. And that's what this Everyone whole episode. This is what loves a hot take. This is what this whole episode's about. I'm teaching you the ways of Melbourne in 2023. Oh, I'm pretty out of the loop. I even feel kind of weird, you know. Like it just takes me a while to kind of adjust to a place, and I just, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling it all out. Well, this is a podcast studio. Yeah. It's a big ass room. You don't have those in New Zealand. Um, yeah, you don't have podcasts in New Zealand. It's been nah. legalized, uh, illegalized, e- illegalized. Yeah, we don't have much. We've got um, some mountains, Lord of the Rings movies, Lord. You know, Lord. Uh, yeah, Lord of the Rings. No, no, she's, she's always going on she's, about you know <laughs> all her songs are about like uh, you know hobbits. <laughs> um, yeah, that's about it, really. What else? Do you know Dave Dobbin? Some of these Kiwi references, I don't know if people know. Dave Dobbin? You know, Slice Slides of Hayman. Oh, yeah. The Fox. Yeah. Well, it's like for some cartoon, but no one knows. What's it's like Foot Rock Flats. It's like a little, oh. little black and white dog. Um, lives on a farm kind of thing. Was Dave Dobbin the Kiwi John Farnham? Yeah, pretty much. He's, oh, God, I got it right. He's still around now, but he sort of... Seem, he's always kind of threatening to retire or kind of on the cusp of it, but hasn't gone away yet. He'd be about 60-odd, so sort of similar age range. 69? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Love this crowd. Now that's the true number of equality. You need one of those, like, air horns whenever we do one of those types of jokes, like, <laughs> you know, that would be good. Sometimes I play audio clips. Yeah. Not today, though. Yeah, not today. Because that's not Melbourne. <laughs> 
Today we're coming in dry. We're coming in dry, and that's the Melbourne spirit. Come in dry. Leave dry. Leave dry. You know leave dry? Uh, Is that your prime minister? Like, What's going on there? It kind of is. He's like a slime minister. He's a slime. He's ministering the the slime. Yeah. And what is the slime? What is slime? Are you voting yes for slime or are you on the fence? Uh, yes for slime. I'm a maybe. I don't know if you know. I don't think you can vote in maybe. You can't? You should be able to vote maybe, yeah. That's what the voice is missing. A maybe vote. May- <laughs> maybe. Maybe for the voice. Maybe. Maybe we should get more people to sit in a chair and spin around. <laughs> That's what we're voting on, right? They don't trust people of different colour to spin around, I don't think. Um, but, yeah. Is this a race thing? Uh, I Is the voice? I thought it was just to do with like whether or not we should sit in the chair and spin around. <laughs> it would be good. That would simplify things too. Yeah. If it is, I mean, surely everyone would vote yes for that. You can't. You know. Uh, Why not? Everyone loves spinning on a chair. I'm attempting to spin on a chair right now while still speaking in, into this microphone. Spinning on a chair too. You can kind of do it in a business type way, or you can do it in a playful way. So. Oh, I'm trying to do it more in a business way, but it's coming off playful. <laughs> the hoodie, I think. Yeah. If you had like a power suit or something, maybe. Yeah. If I had a suit. Yeah. Suits always give you a bit more gravitas. Now, is New Zealand filled with gravitas? Nah. People don't. People sort of take themselves seriously, but but not, you know. They pretend they don't take themselves seriously, but they do a little bit. So ah, so yeah. Australia, yeah, pretty much the same as Australia. Similar vibe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of that kind of. Uh, I'm just laid back, you know. I'm a good guy. I just, uh, don't don't take myself seriously, but a lot of you know pretty obvious signs that they do. I think the more you say you don't take yourself seriously, the more you do. That would be my rule of thumb. Well, I'm just going to say right now. Yeah. I don't take myself seriously at all. We shouldn't if we're I don't take comedy. Mys- yeah. I don't take myself seriously at all. Yeah. Well, some people take themselves real you seriously. Could change it to Ross mildly attacks comedy brackets if that's okay. Then <laughs> then it comes across as a bit more modest, you know, destroys comedy. Seems apathetic. You know? Like indifferent. I'm going to mildly attack it, maybe. But that's real modest, isn't it? It's just a modest attack. Ross, mildly adjust comedy, if that's okay with you. It wouldn't fit so well on a poster, but, you know, people would go, this guy's going to do something with comedy, but he's he's not too aggressive about it. Well, all I am is aggressive. Yeah. I think in New Zealand that was honestly what you'd have to call the podcast because you're not allowed to have confidence over there. You have to be really apologetic, so you'd have to say something like that, yeah. Destroys comedy, just New Zealanders wouldn't like it. So if you were to start a competing podcast, you would call it... (laughs) You would call it Dan Brady... (laughs) Yeah, mildly adjusts. Mildly adjusts comedy. If that's okay with you. If that's okay with you, yes. Yeah, I think so, yeah. That would that'd be safe over in New Zealand. Someone would still get annoyed by it, though. You know. What, what, what do you mean, mildly? <laughs> that, yeah, I'd still have some. You know. I don't want to be adjusted. We all sound like we've got colds. That's a decent impression, yeah. It's, it all sounds like we've got bad colds. It's a difficult time in COVID. Everybody just assumed everyone had it because 
of that. It's just how we sound. Yeah. It's, it's just, just how we sound. It's very, very nasal. Let's, yeah, it's pretty nasal. So, and you are a comedy. Uh, yeah, the first one, I think. Maybe, yeah. Top five. The first? The first one ever in New Zealand. Oh, sure. <laughs> it's you? Um, the Flight of the Concords. Flight of the Concords. Dave Dobbin. Um, yeah, sure. He's a, he's a comedy. <laughs> and Lord. And Lord. And Lord. And the dog from Foot Rot Flats. Yeah. And, and the cartoon dog. The cartoon dog, yeah. How did you get your start? Uh, just the, I think the usual route, just one of those people who thought he was funny at school and then competition came up, had a go, did okay and kept ruining my life with it <laughs> pretty much. Um, yeah. How many years have you ruined your life with it? Oh, I started in 07, but there's been some fallow years when I did like two gigs, you know, so yeah. So let's say, okay. Sounds, yeah. You never want to, like, it's a comedy rule of thumb almost. You, lots of rules of thumb here. It, it, almost when you tell people how long you've done it for, it, it makes you feel worse and them feel worse, you know, like um, unless you're really, really successful, which I'm not, yeah. Really? You're the most successful guy I know. You've gone straight from New Zealand. You've gone you know, from Melbourne to New Zealand to Melbourne again. It's pretty good, yeah. Racking up those frequent flyer miles. I haven't even been out of the country. Oh, haven't you? No. Oh. I've only been here, uh, New Zealand, and uh, Morocco. Yep. Morocco? I lived there for 45 years. Um, it was good. Good time. <laughs> You're burying the lead here. <laughs> Morocco. It's, pretty, it's good. good comedy scene there. Yep. What is it like? Um, it's, it's hot. Yeah. Um, ah, like like your takes. Yeah, <laughs> just like, like take. your takes. It's quite hot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was interesting. I played on the soccer team for a while. It was pretty good, men's and women's. So that was that was good. Ah, so did you get into this Matildas? Uh, I hopped on the bandwagon a, a little bit. But I must be a curse because I only went to one game at the pub and that was the game that they, they lost in the playoffs. But, yeah. I saw a film called Matilda. Yeah. That's where this person enough. named Matilda yeah. had telekinesis. <laughs> yeah. And I think, now I think every person who is a Matilda has telekinesis. I think they willfully lost that game. Yeah, they could have used their telekinesis. Yeah, exactly, yeah. What's, what's telekinesis again? That's that one from Carrie when you can control objects and stuff. Yeah, you yeah. just control things with your mind. Yeah, yeah. They could have Surely gotten that soccer ball the through the goal. You think the football would be in there? Yeah. If not, just burn the whole stadium down. They could, have um, done, could have done that. Too. Well, that's the fire starter. Yeah, fire starter. Yes. Yeah, Was Carrie? Did Carrie burn anything down? Yeah, yeah. She the, got the uh, pig's blood, but I don't know if she burned. She doesn't burn things down as much as she creates all this chaos and eventually things start burning down. Like I think just everything falls apart. And ah, so inadvertently yeah. starts fires. Yeah, but not that wasn't her go-to power though, no. No, she, she yeah. wasn't a fire starter, the twisted fire starter. Uh, no, nah, she wasn't, you know, a prodigy, come on. Um, but yeah. How has Keith Flint inspired your comedy? Who, what? Keith Flint? Who's Keith Flint? 
the guy from the Prodigy. <laughs> oh, whoops, I've forgotten his name even. Oh, yeah. I used to. Gone, but apparently also forgotten. I forgot, yeah. Uh, I used to have a bit about Prodigy and I did it <laughs> way too long. Like, I think I did it like uh, for about like three years, but like I kept opening gigs with it and it's just, you know, everyone hates that comic. Uh, who opens with the same joke over and over. And then I retired it for a bit and then I brought it back when I moved to New Zealand. Um, I, I might keep it, like, see if I can get, like, the longest running shelf life for a joke ever, yeah. I say if it, if it works, it works. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I don't, yeah, sort of works. You know. Part-time maybe. Come on, love this crowd. There is no crowd here. Oh, you're giving away the secrets. Yeah. Well, uh, that's the one secret I'll give away, but we all know I'm wearing the pink mask right now. Oh, two of them, yeah. Yeah. One on top of the other. Yeah. Uh, do you run a comedy gig? Like, I'm so new to everything that's happening here. Oh, I, I do now. It's a really slick corporate environment in a hotel. Like Everyone's got to wear suits, <laughs> that kind of gig. Uh, more like upstairs at a punk heavy metal music venue it seems very unlike you um yeah and what's that what's that called has it got a I bet it's got a, a nice little name like the comedy club for people who like comedy or something like that yeah it's anti comedy anti comedy yeah. yeah it's like ant like i like ants on an eye oh yeah but also it sounds like anti comedy oh because it's old it's yeah. an old comedy yeah, yeah. room and oh yeah 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 I get it now. I was a bit slow there. Yeah, I think <laughs> two-hour time delay is taking me a while to get some of these ones. Um, I've been accused of being anti-comedy. Well, you're destroying it. So you, is that? You can't be pro if you're destroying it. You I know. can definitely be a pro. If you gently prodded comedy. Yeah, that would be Ross, Purdy, gently prods comedy. There we go. Is that still too much for New Zealand? Probably a little bit. You know, that, why is he prodding it? You know, that kind of thing. He'd be on the news a lot. I mean, I want to hit that <laughs> New Zealand market. a sexual thing? They might, you know, there's all kinds of things. I don't know how you'd cover your basis, you know, over there. You'd have to declare your confidence when you came into customs and then they'd confiscate it off you. <laughs> oh, because there's no confidence allowed. You're not allowed it. Have you ever watched New Zealand movies? It's always all these guys and girls, um, non-binaries or whatever being like super super awkward like it's just all it is like it's just yeah really 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 awkward for like an hour and a half yeah a lot of australian films though are just depressed gangsters snorting the, heroin oh yeah mr mr in between was good did you like that it's did he did TV he snort TV. heroin i don't know if he snorted heroin but he's, he was depressed yeah most people inject it but you can snort it though can't you yeah so I have this thing in Melbourne called injecting rooms. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that, yeah. Yeah, we also have a snorting room. A snor snorting room. It's the bathroom of the revolver. <laughs> um, I had a friend who's, I won't name him in case he's weirded out, but involved with comedy here, he actually got banned room from revolver, which seems almost impossible. Like, Because some guy died there and they took like a day to find him. <laughs> Behind a couch or something like that. Didn't find him until a day later, so. You know, he's banned as well, but for different reasons. Um, and the same guy got banned from the casino, which again, you know, seemed pretty impossible. Like casino would let anyone in, you know, you'd think. Apparently not. Yeah. Crazy. Well, Wolf Boy hangs around revolvers, so Oh yeah. It looks like a sketchy environment, yeah. Yeah, he he, he chews he chews like chipped pieces of wool. <laughs> yeah. Does he 
play up on his Nepo status. Oh, he gets everywhere just because he is like, I'm Larry Ender's Nepo baby son. <laughs> yeah. That's how he introduces himself, yeah. But Larry Ender uh, washes his hands of him. Yeah, he doesn't want anything he to do He distances himself. Yeah. Because then he has to admit to the media he's had sex with a wolf. <laughs> and that's disgusting. Over at home, and illegal. We call, we call a wolf as a warrant of fitness for cars. Yeah. It's a fun fact about New Zealand. Well, what was it? Uh, if you say you've got your wolf, you've got your warrant of fitness for your car. So your car's, uh, car's all good to drive. Yeah. Uh, you see, if Larry Ender had sex with a car, that would be slightly more normal. <laughs> Um, have you seen the movie Titan? The, the girl on that has sex with a car. It's like a bit, bit of a spoiler there, but that's like something Jesus. that. Yeah. And that car it's a was good. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> and she was under 25. Um, yeah. Who doesn't like those old cars? You like old cars? Uh, I think old cars are better. I like older houses too. New stuff just looks too sort of new and scary and kind of um, dystopia, you know, just, yeah. What do you think of, like, new stuff, like N- NU? NU? Oh, like new metal? Yeah. <laughs> uh, new metal is objectively bad, but I'm not going to lie, some of it I don't mind. Like, I don't like Limbiscuit. Early corn's not bad. Um, but mostly, yeah, Deftones, pretty good. like yeah. them. You're doing a show Melbourne Fringe called Death Metal Boomer. Yeah, that's true. I, I noticed how I segued into that, that so pre- seamlessly. That was pretty uh, smooth. Yeah, that's a show about my me and my dad, most about my dad. Um, and it's a story show, lots of stories about my dad and stuff. Um, hopefully get good crowds. It's, it's, it's quite hard here, isn't it, getting good crowds and um, festivals and that. It's so competitive and that, yeah. I'm at Kaz uh, Rye Tops too, good venue. Now, I've never actually met Kaz. Um, Have you met Kaz? Yeah. Have you met Kaz Rye Tops? I'll tell you the, the story behind that's interesting. So I used to run uh, a little open mic there f- for a while ago and we were always trying to work out what the hell with the deal with the weird name was and the guy that ran it there was called Zach Poitier. So it's his name backwards. Really? So Kaz Rytops is Zach Poitier backwards. Yeah, yeah. So that's the big mystery, yeah. Now, was that Death Star Canteen? That's the one, yeah. Um, that's an Eddie Izzard reference. Um, if anyone wants to look that up, it's a good little routine he did ages ago. Yeah, Eddie Izzard is, is a very famous um, Star Wars character. <laughs> yeah, um, he's in Rogue Seven or whatever they're up to now. So much Star Wars content. It's too much. Way too much. Now, would you believe that one of my first gigs was there? Was that the Death Star? Who was behind the bar when you did it? Was it Michael or? God, it was so long ago now. Yeah. It may have been Zach. Yeah. Could have been. And who and who ran it then? Was Travis ran it back then? It was Travis. Good friend Travis Nash, he's a good guy. And uh, Dean. Dean Eisenberg. Dean Eisenberg. Yeah. So they, when I, they always used to sort of help me out anyway, but then when I left, they took it over. 
and it's still going now. I see it looks like it's going even better now. There's like three nights or something. Well, now it's completely different. Now it's just taken over by. I better be careful what I say here. Um, I've, 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 yep. <laughs> I tried to form words there, and Joe Rogan. I've met the people there, so I don't want to weigh in because I don't really know. I like taught them for two seconds. So you reckon they've got a Joe Rogan vibe or whatever? They like Trump and stuff. Or? Oh well, we're trying to be. Yeah, Joe Rogan. Yeah. Well, and there's also this gong show thing, but oh, they don't yeah. have a gong. They just have a hi hat. Oh, you gotta have a gong. Yeah. So I want I want to bring in a gong and have my act be banging on a gong. <laughs> <laughs> beat them to it, just bang on the gong yeah. for the whole set. That'd be pretty good. That'd be quite funny, actually. If you committed to it for five minutes. And I would. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. Imagine that'd be funny. Five minutes would just bang, bang, bang. Get my Yoko Ono on. She, she was, yeah, an unconventional singer, that's for sure. Um, But yeah, I love that space. It's, it's pretty, pretty good. When when we used to do it there, the guy who ran it, Zach Portier or whatever, he used to have this really weird thing about bringing in outside drinks into the venue and like he was just obsessed with it or whatever like and he was people started sneaking cans of coke in their pocket and he just spotted it all the time and by the end of the show there was all these confiscated powerades and bottles of cokes we had to like comics had to like hide around the alleyway and, and drink like coke like it was some sort of you know prohibited substance well did they sell coke at the yeah, you had to buy his coke, kind of thing. Like, must the business obviously wasn't doing that good if he was, you know, that upset by it. Yeah, like he had a vigilant. He, yeah, he was full on. He even one the first time he brought it up, he goes, "Oh, we're going to have to have a meeting about the comedy room." And don't know if you had this before, but usually when that happens, they're about to tell you that that's it and you're not going to run the gig anymore. So I was preparing myself for that, and it turned out it was just about the drinks. And he just explained it in way too many details. He was going, "Oh, you can't have outside drinks." inside the venue so like if people want to drink they have a drink that they've ordered from inside but they can't have an outside drink that they've ordered inside it's keep going on the outside the inside it was just like explaining it in a way that was yeah it didn't really need to be said he could have just said you know like if your friends want to have a can of coke or whatever they've got to get one from the bar but he just he broke it all down to me like i just learned how to speak english kind of thing well, did you say at the time this could have been an email? <laughs> I wish they had, but I was I was groveling because I wanted to keep the, the comedy room going or whatever. Because it was around about the time when, I don't know if this still happens, but like when I was living here or whatever, like if you got a really bad review, people did notice and it became harder to get all the spots, you know, the regular gigs that you were, you were getting. And I got like a terrible review which was probably to be fair earned um and so i was really wanted my room to keep going so i could you know get better at comedy and then maybe people would forget about my terrible review who gave out the review uh groggy squirrel i don't know if that's still around was that groggy it? squirrel the squirrel yeah. comedy is it called squirrel yeah it used maybe to be called i mean it, that'll be the same probably it used to be called groggy squirrel um and yeah like what it was like going on about how the show started 20 minutes late. Um, <laughs> that wasn't good. Uh, I did one of those things. I don't know if that many people do it, but I'm sure other people have done it or whatever. Like I wasn't very good cause I was new and I came in with all my kind of ropey open micer jokes, but I also sort of like 
was trying to act like I was better than some of the older people that had been doing comedy for ages because I thought it was kind of hacky and all that sort of stuff and I was being all opinionated and I was pretty new to this Melbourne scene too. It was, it was yeah, I thought I was better than I was basically, you know, kind of thing, yeah. Um, so it wasn't a good look, yeah. Take it from me as someone who's mostly only gotten bad reviews. I don't think it doesn't reviews aren't the be all and end all, but it can affect uh, how other people think of you or whatever. Unfortunately, yeah. Where did you? Uh, what's a particularly bad review you've got? Uh recently. Re- yeah, recently. Yeah. Uh, the age. Oh, you got in the, it was good. You got in the age or whatever. But Mel, Mel, Melbourne Fringe last year. Yeah, and what did they say? Like, what was the gist of it? Badly written, poorly delivered. Yeah. He thinks he's some kind of, must think he's some kind of anti-comedy anarchist. Yeah. He's not Stuart Lee. Oh. He's not Daniel Kitson. Just started listing a bunch of comedians. Oh, yeah. I think if you, yeah, it's really weird. Like if you kind of do anti-comedy or you kind of um, don't do like a real like traditional thing, they almost judge you way harder than if you come out there and you do mainstream comedy and you don't do it well. It's it's almost like, who do you think you are? You know what I mean? So, yeah, you got to gently prod comedy. You can't destroy it. According no, to all I do is yeah. destroy. They don't like the destroying. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tyson Ray from Melbourne Fringe, uh, from the age, doesn't like he it. He doesn't like it, yeah. If it had been called Ross Booty gently prods comedy, he would have been like, oh, this guy's all right. He's just gently prodding. I like the way he prods. He's got good technique. Um, three stars. You're away laughing, yeah. But that show was also nominated for awards. There we go. So, so it's divisive. Yeah, well, that's. I think that's always the good stuff. Like you don't want to just be, you know, middle of the road. You want to push buttons. Have you ever pushed a button? Um, it's quite fun. It's good. It's a good sensation. Yeah. Imagine being able to push the button. Um, the, nuke, the nuke bomb? Yeah. It'd be hard not to push it, wouldn't it? If you <laughs> if you were allowed to, even though you know it's going to just be so tempting, you know, you'd just wake up hungover one day and you'd be like, wow, you know, maybe, you know, it'd be very hard. You'd have to have a whole crew of people to stop you from pushing the button, I think. You know. Just thank God Donald Trump's hands. Got very little hands. We're so small. <laughs> yeah. He couldn't touch the thing. Touch the thing. Tiny, tiny hands. Um, he's going to get indicted for his hands next. Like, like about hand indictment. <laughs> hand indictment. He's got about fifty indictments. It's insane. It's crazy. Well, he did everything right. Yeah. And they still indicted him. <laughs> so it's a conspiracy, just a radical left or whatever he calls. <laughs> and he did do everything right. He did everything right. Wing. Come on. <laughs> um. What do you think of Biden? Do you think he's, how long do you think he's going to live for? He seems like, <laughs> he seems very like decrepit. I mean, you look at Hunter Biden's laptop. <laughs> Hunter Biden, he's up to no good. He's on those drugs. It's just naked pictures of Joe Biden. <laughs> it's his dad getting out of the shower. It's hung like a horse. <laughs> Old Hunter Biden. Do you, do you believe in Hunter Biden's laptop? Um, I believe he probably owns one. 
Um, Hillary's emails. <laughs> Let's hit them all. <laughs> Hillary's emails. Um, lock her up. Remember that? That was. Oh uh, yeah. Adrenochrome. <laughs> Whenever she says adrenochrome, what's that? Is that the? Oh, that's the. Is that the Joe Rogan thing with the? The COVID or no? If I got that wrong. No, that's Ivan Micton. Oh yeah. All those big. Adrenochrome, according to QAnon, yeah, is like from baby's blood. Oh, that ha- Hollywood celebrities apparently drink oh, to keep young. Yeah, yeah, I have heard. Do you know the Viagra Boys? They've got a weird song when they talk about you know that adrenochrome and all that. Yeah, yeah, like it's song when they're you know making fun of those crazy conspiracy guys and that. Yeah, I'm wondering is adrenochrome a Google Chrome update? Yeah, <laughs> it's the new Google Chrome. What's your favorite internet browser? Safari. Safari. Firefox. Firefox. They've got good names, haven't they? Browsing is such a, it's a very gentle term, too. Oh, that's, was, new was, Zealand loves browsing. Browsing is free. Yeah. Ross Purdy browses comedy. There you go. That's good. I just, don't browse. I destroy. <laughs> just bra- browsing comedy. That would be gentle. It's nice. I'm punk rock. I'm metal. I destroy. You're booming. Death metal booming. Yes. I'm. Now, boomers. Yeah. Do you think they call them that because of all the babies they killed in Vietnam? I think think so, yeah. Um, it seems reasonable or whatever. A lot of babies died in Vietnam, yeah. It's sad, you know. Like not good. I prefer my babies alive. Yeah, so do I. And not in Vietnam, not anything racial. I just feel like there's better countries. Um, but, yeah. Isn't it weird here, too, because your basketball team's called the Boomers? You would have thought they would have changed that now with all the stigma against Boomers. Well, know? maybe they're just waiting until they get old and then their name comes appropriate. Yeah, they, they could call the senior team. Yeah, yeah, the, the Boomers or whatever. But, yeah, just Boomers, I don't know. Generally, don't do good things, do they? They're always the butt of, butt of jokes. Hmm. Would you classify yourself as Gen X? Uh, pretty close. I'm millennial technically, but I feel more Gen X. Like I like all the Gen X stuff. Like so, you're all the ab- culture and all that. You're all about Elon Musk's X. Is that what they're talking about, <laughs> no, Generation X? No, I didn't even – it took me a while to make that connection. He's he's terrible. Um, no, nah. I would like to see that fight, though, between him and Zuckerberg. That would be fun. doesn't look like it's happening, though. No, because Zuck is like, no. Uh, but that would be great, yeah. Two billionaires fighting it out. Pay-per-view. Joe Rogan commentating, probably, yeah. Oh, well <laughs> – He's all about his boy Musk, right? He would be on Team Musk, I think, yeah. Yeah. So Ivan Micton, that's the horse dewormer that's that, the he, he was... that, he, that he took for his coven. Apparently it worked. Yeah. So what if I took Adrenochrome with Ivan Micton? That's, that's a Friday night, yeah. <laughs> um, you could do that, yeah. Have you ever had the – what's that one they always going about? I've never tried it, believe it or not. Uh, oh, God, I've forgotten. It's the horse, horse tranquilizer everybody takes. Ketamine? Ketamine, that's it. Like I hear mixed reports. I would try it. I hear mixed reports on it though. Yeah. The K-hole. It was going on about the K-hole. Yeah. 
Ruben K's show. Yeah, that's a good title, is it? Is that what he called it? The name pun thing is. For K-hole, yeah. Yeah, everybody does the name pun thing. Like, that's one of those ones I've never gotten into as in I've done it myself. Um, That and then the other common one is the movie poster. You know, when people do like a movie takeoff. That's really common in comedy too, yeah. Yeah, I've never done a, a pun name in my life. Yeah, Come on down to anti-comedy and you'll see that I've never done yeah, wordplay in my life. Never, ever. Have you done one on your name or no? Yeah. No. Yeah. That's my one line. Yeah. Like anyone can fucking do something with purdy, right? Purdy. It's a purdy funny show. That's like what, yeah. If you're, if I was trying to be Tommy those, Little, if you, yeah. If you're one of those comics, it would be called "It's a Purdy Funny Show" or something like that. And you'd be going with the two thumbs up like that. Yeah. The other one they like is when they're holding the globe and they're thinking, <laughs> like, I like that one. Like, it's like some philosopher or whatever has got like a hot take on everything on the entire planet. Yeah, I'll be humping the globe. Humping, destroying the globe. Yeah, and then just ejaculating blood all over it. <laughs> just, which is what's happening now. There's like, is that a metaphor for climate change? Um, yes. When I ejaculate blood, it's a metaphor for climate, climate change. change. There we go. The climate is changing in my nevers. You could just do that for a whole hour, just like <laughs> ejaculate blood or whatever, and then everyone's all confused and go, it's a metaphor for climate change. <laughs> Will these streamers come down? Mariachi band. I think I overwrite. <laughs> so if I just did that, it yeah. would save me so much time writing. Oh, good show, yeah. With a big fake plastic deck, obviously. Don't want to get arrested. Yeah, um, I, got a, I got one of those big fake dildos that squirt. Yeah, Liquids, yeah. if you put stuff in it and... Make this red liquids. Just, yeah, just all the, the red liquids. Like the Mountain Dew, the red Mountain Dew. Um, it's the only red liquid I can think of. Other, tomato sauce, cordial. All the red liquids. All the reds. All the reds. Why are you into communist liquids? Um, I just don't know. It's, it's, it's why I liked Oppenheimer. Like, um, <laughs> um he was a communist sympathizer. More like Sloppenheimer. Sloppenheimer. Poppenheimer. It's about his granddad. Come on. Love this crowd. Yeah, he slops all over Florence Pugh. Did you go see the Barbie movie? You, you like the color pink? Yeah, I didn't see either film. Neither. Yeah. you got to do that double feature. I don't want to. It's, it's I, I, what all the kids are talking about. The internet can't make me do shit. <laughs> um... I watched Pink Flamingos and that's it. Pink Flamingos was good. John Waters, it's good. Margot Robbie should eat dog shit from the floor. Maybe then I'll consider watching Barbie. <laughs> it could be Barbie too. She just eats pink dog shit uh, for an hour and a half. Like Divine in the end of Pink Flamingos. That's my queer culture. That was good. That was sort of when there was a bit more kind of like edge to it uh, back then or whatever. Like, so, yeah, if those Gregoraki movies sort of gay, bisexual, they had a bit more edge. Now it's sort of a bit sort of kind and happy and bouncy. It was fun when it was a bit nastier for queer culture. Well, that's what happens when capitalism gets involved. Yeah. And that's rainbow capitalism. It's too sort of, it's too upbeat. Yeah, yeah. You'll learn all about it in your time in Melbourne. I've already spotted, like, it's a big thing in New Zealand, the be kind thing is a big thing. I've already spotted... A lot of that here already. There's, you know, when those hippies call each other humans all the time. I hate that for some reason. It's just so annoying. Like it's really pretentious. Um, there's a lot. I've seen a few of those already. Like humans of Brunswick. I saw on the way in here. 
all that sort of stuff. I don't know why it annoys me, but just humans. Why are you talking this way? It's just unnecessary. Well, ladies and gentlemen, doesn't include our non-binary friends. Humans, yeah, yeah. Whoops, I don't. But even, oh, but you can really say fly. folks, you can say peeps. people. People, I feel people's better than humans. Humans is just it's it's weird. Like a robot yeah. trying to be yeah, a person. Yeah, yeah that's it. I'm trying to articulate it, you've got it. Yeah, people I like better. It's more casual. Yeah, it's more relaxed. It's prodding. <laughs> it's yeah. prodding it. Why destroy gender when you can prod it? You know why not? And that's the New Zealand way. Just gently prodding. And that's why it's not work, right? Um, we're doing all right. And that's why you've come all the way to Melbourne. Yeah. I'm on a reconnaissance mission to tell other Kiwi comedians what it's like over here. Here's what you can tell them. Yeah. The top three. The, the top three New Zealand. Dave Dobbin, Lord, Peter Jackson. And the top Melbourne people. Uh, Crocodile Dundee, um, <laughs> Peter Dutton, and the girl from the Travago ads. Wolf Boy. Wolf Boy, yeah. Wolf Boy, he's, yeah. He's top five easily, yeah. Dan. Dan. Dan the man. That's it. Dan the man whose name is not Stan. Not Stan. It's close, though. You can call me Stan. Can I call you Stan Brady? Yeah. It's actually a better name, I think, yeah. Stan Brady. Sounds like an American football player. Stan Brady, I think, yeah. Plays quarterbacker the Patriots of New South Wales. Stan Brady. Stan Brady. Do you have anything to plug? Um, come see my show, Death Metal Boomer, at Melbourne Fringe. Dates are all on the website. It's a show about my dad, who is a boomer of the death metal variety. Um, now, what's that, what's that mean? Um, like, just constant hot takes. Um just one of those boomers, just everything's a hot take. No, he doesn't prod takes. He just destroys takes. So, um, yeah, he's he's against everything woke. He's into Fox News and you guys won. What's the one you've got one here that's kind of some of Sky News? Like he loves all that stuff. Rupert Murdoch, all those types of people. He loves all that. So he doesn't think climate change is real, stuff like that, you know. Well, explain that to all the blood coming from my penis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he thinks comedy is a loser's game. That's one of his quotes. Well, that's the one thing he has right. <laughs> um, yeah, he thinks it's a loser's game for losers is um, his quote on stand-up comedy. And you're still trying to still, get his love. Still trying to do this loser's game, yeah. He's more excited if I get, like, some bum job, like, I got a job years ago um, on a garbage truck and he was way more excited about that <laughs> um, than like some sort of minor achievement I'm on a head in comedy. He was saying I could work my way up into eventually owning a garbage truck, <laughs> in a fleet of garbage trucks, like real boomer mentality. So come see Stan Brady's show. One day I'll own a garbage truck. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> One day I'll own a garbage truck. That's actually a good title, yeah. Uh, we have another anti-comedy, September 7th. The tickets are on sale now through the Toad Hotel, through Oztex. It's going to be fun. 
Stan Brady, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, thank you very much too, on behalf of me and my country. All right, time to clean these pants. Come on. These blood-stained pants. Love these pants. This is for the day, but you're dedicated to the top of the floor. Drop a flower, babe.